0: Iron Sharpening Iron is the production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to Iron Sharpening Iron Podcast. We are so glad to have you join us today. We would love to invite you to check us out at our website, ironsharpeningironpodcast.com. There you will find our show notes, you will find links to our social media, and you'll also be able to find other shows just like this one. Check us out today. Or are you ready for a new show? Why not grab a big cup of tea, settle in for a bit? We have a wonderful show today for you. Let's dig in. Well, hello, everybody. This is Cindy, and today I have a live guest, and you talk about iron, sharpening iron. We're going to be sharpening some iron today. I know our topic that we're going to have is really kind of where I am, but then also where... I think many of us are, but um, without keeping on being vague, I want to introduce you guys to my friend, Lucia Claiborne, and um, you can find her at luciaclaiborne.com. Also, you can find her podcast here at the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Uh, Look her up. You are going to love her, and you'll see why in a few minutes. But here's the cool thing. Today, she's turning the tables on me. She's going to actually ask me some of her questions that I think some of you are going to also want to have the answers to these questions. And so without any further ado, I'm going to like sit back and be a guest.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you, Cindy. It's such an honor to get to be with you and be a part of your show today. And I just have a couple questions. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Make them easy. Uh, (laughs) Well, I... I used to think it was all about me, like we have talked about in the past, and I've just come to realize that I'm just like everybody else. Oh, yeah. You know, what I'm feeling and what I'm thinking, I'm not the only one feeling and thinking that. Mm -mm. And so, what I want to ask you today is, how do I get started again?
0: Oh, see, that's that was almost an easy question, right? No, no, no. And first of all, I just want to say that, first of all, the whole purpose of iron sharpening iron is what you just said before you asked your question of, you know, I think that there is a benefit for us to, to, to be sharpening each other, to be in relationship and community with one another where we realize I'm not alone. Yes. The same tactics that come against me, are 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 no different for me than you. In fact, they may be packaged just a wee bit different. But seriously, the devil is not original. He no. he has <laughs> the same tactics. We are so much more alike than than we think. Right. So, um, first of all, I want to validate that that you know when we and here's the thing when we get ready to step out, the hardest thing is that first step. Yes. And I think it's because. Um, we sometimes we don't know what we need to be doing. We don't know exactly how to get moving. Um this whole podcast has many different purposes and I think you guys have probably already picked up on that because part of this is I want to see you guys stepping up to your call. And whatever that looks like that I think all of this is relevant for all of us. Yes, right? Yes. So, um and so anyway, I think it's a perfect topic for iron sharpening iron because Part of this is I believe God wants us in community with people. I believe He has perfectly, we've talked about this last night, because we had a PJ party last night, and um, and I was telling you that one of the topics that I'm looking at doing as an upcoming recording and series for Taco Latte, which is coming back, Yay! <laughs> that's a peek into my future, Amen. Um, but for Taco Latte, I'm going to do Position for Your Purpose. That's great. Yeah, yeah. And and one of the things that, I mean, first of all, I want you to know, getting started, you are exactly what God wants to use. Exactly who God wants to use. He doesn't go to plan B or C or Q or P or whatever. I, can't, I know that wasn't in order. But he doesn't go to that. He has plan A. He has plan A, and you're perfect. You were designed... From the very before, your mom and dad, they didn't even have input on this. Because God himself designed you perfect for who you are and what you're called to be. And there's a void without you. There's a void without me. Yes. And we have to really know that. Yes. To know that um, that that he, he is vested into this. I got chills thinking about this. Yes. That God, his whole redemptive plan, the whole story is about you and you and me and (laughs) And, you and (laughs) you (laughs) and and it's about he has a mighty purpose for your life a good purpose And I'm not talking about, he's not sitting around going, hey, I'm going to get her in my will so I can zap her. That is not him. I can tell you that. I just want you to know that. You need to know who your God is, who your enemy is. That's right. But he has a big plan for you. And that's first of all. But the other thing is, I think you're positioned, not just from your past and your life and your gifts and your talents, your strengths, you're not just positioned for the purpose, but you're positioned with people all around you who are perfectly positioned For you to be a success. So the first thing is to lay a hold of that too. You're in community. You need to be in community. Um, One of the things that I've been blessed, I'm in Highlands College with Church of the Highlands in Alabama. Um, I drive all the way from Nashville, Tennessee to go to school there. And part of it is because they've got this stuff down. They know how to, how to train up godly leaders, and they've done a really amazing job. And um, they're trying, I guess they're having to uh, fix me a little bit. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but no, seriously, one of the things that I would have to say that I think is so powerful is they've taught us how to be grounded as leaders. Yes. And one of those things is that community, being in community. Yes. And I know they say it a lot. If you're around Church of the Highlands and Highlands College, you'd probably hear it until you... You say it like I'm saying it right now because I believe it. And that they require that all leaders not only lead a small group, but they're in a small group. So here's what a difference that makes for someone in ministry or business. We tend to get to be some long ranger if you're not careful. That's right. And again, we just talked about this in mom to mom radio show, that the danger of that is the enemy Loves. He's seeking, constantly seeking, whom he can devour, who he can take apart, who he can destroy, who he can, who he can get some some space into their life and try to try to get them first of all off balance and get them because that passage says, be sober, be vigilant. Be well balanced. You need to be balanced, so he can't knock you down. That's right. So um, I think that this is one of the most important things you can do is making sure that you find people who have what you need, and they're positioned around you at all times. That is so good, Cindy. That <laughs> is great. You. They are <laughs> positioned, and don't be afraid to ask. Because, see, yes. do I mind giving to you? No. It delights me. It makes me feel like everything I've ever gone through is worth it to see you succeed. Amen. And same for everybody that's listening to this show. I'm honored that you guys listen to this show. It's not about me. This is about God. Yes. But it's about me testifying to His greatness. Yes. That He puts us with the most amazing people and nothing's an accident. And and I believe that we are all truly sharpened, truly greater When we tap into other people. Together. We're better together. We are better together. And so that would bring me to the first two things. First of all is knowing your position. Knowing that, you know, you need to be connected. You need to be with other people. But then, of course, it's knowing who who you are. Mm -hmm. Who you are. And I had a show I just did here at Iron Sharpening Iron that was on Who Are You? When I say that, I don't think you waste time really sitting down and getting to know who you are and getting to know um, how you're wired and what your message is and what your heartbeats are, what God is going to you, your experiences, how does that all fit into place? I recently um, went through a divorce myself, not because I wanted a divorce and it's not some wild thing on my end, but... In the sabbatical period, which I felt like I, I kind of you put needed. it as that I needed, I needed yes. to be on the bench for a little bit, and now yes. it's time to get back in the game. Yes. Get but refueled, yes. Refired, yes. And get my strategies back yes. into place to know who I am, what position I'm playing. How on earth can a divorce be used by God? Yes. Do you see what Mightily, I'm saying? Yes. Mightily, thank you, and <laughs> <laughs> praise the Lord. But you see. To me, how did that fit in to a girl who had a ministry that was mostly on marriage and family, homemaking, home business, home, 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 home? Yes. What does that mean? And I mean, I really spent some time before the Lord saying, God, I think I'm finished. This is, I mean, my my first moments were, I'm oh, finished, God, this is going to ruin me. And God's sitting there, I'm sure, going, sweetheart, honey, yes. it's just the beginning. Yes. And so... We have all have our stuff, our our experiences, the things that we think, well, the world isn't gonna wanna hear us if this is our story. But that's exactly the qualifications. Yes. To me, those moments in the crucible have been the things that mean way more than any class I've been what is a class? Yes. What is a degree? I mean, I'm, I appreciate it. I'm about to get mine. But one of them, or two of them, or three of them, whatever you call it. But anyway, <laughs> I'm I'm getting there. But those are not the real qualifications. The real qualifications is the presence of God yes. and being in that presence and and hearing what he has to say. And, you know, life will
1: qualify you. Totally it will. Yes. Yes. Because when, well, when you have a clean slate... You can't really relate to people. Right. You know, it's when you go through life and you get beat up and life happens. Then you have experiences that God has brought you through.
0: That help you to be more relevant. Yes.
1: Yes. And more I compassionate can't imagine. for
0: yeah. people. Can you imagine how much I would lacked... Not even seeing the needs of being single, or not even seeing what it feels like to be rejected, or abandoned, or I I really didn't grasp it. I mean, and I had struggles. I would lost seven babies. I had other things. You know what I mean? There were things that had happened in life. It wasn't a perfect life. I grew up in a home where my father was an alcoholic for many, many years until God got a hold of him. However, I had many, many years of being in that home. So, I mean, I had experiences... But all of these, this is where I'm going with this. They all are what what your qualification. They're your mess. That mess is your message. That's right. That test is your testimony. That. That's good. But see, okay, so I would say that spending that time saying, "Okay, God, what is this all about? What is it? How do you want to use this?" And you may not get the full vision of that. You probably won't. I don't think I do. I don't think I've got it. I think if you got the full vision.
1: You wouldn't have to, number one, use your faith. Number two, it would probably scare you so bad. It would scare me. Yes. Uh, Because God has got much greater plans Mm -hmm. than what we can even imagine for us. And as we take those steps of faith, then, you know, it's just like an onion. You just peel back that layer. Yeah. And you step up, and you step up, and you just shake stuff off of you, and you just step into your ultimate calling of what right. you were created
0: to do. Exactly. And you know what, if you look at Jesus, if we're studying him, that's what Hebrews tells us to study how he did it. Um because that will give us that will give us that, the message says it'll shoot adrenaline into our soul. Yay. I'm talking about you will talk about some the best caffeine ever or the best adrenaline ever. Study how and Jesus did it. And I know did. that's
1: true. Yeah, because last night Um, We had a small group here, and part of our small group is one-on-one prayer with people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when I pray with someone, I expect to get results. Yes. And I just take it for granted that I'm going to get results no matter who I pray for. As you should. Yes. (laughs) And so I was praying with this lady, and we got done, and we were talking just for a few minutes, and she said, oh, my gosh, my arm is not hurting at all. She said, It's gone. And it was like, I was created for this. Yes. And it was like, I just wanted to run. I think I could have run five miles last night after that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what being in His will
0: does for you. It absolutely does. And so that, getting that moment, those moments with God, it's, I mean, I'm telling you, I just had four years of this. And I think it was amazing, first of all, for healing and wholeness but also for me to get the, the, the direction that He's wanting and for it to make sense as to, I feel like that probably my first 30 years of ministry were training wheels. Yes. And I think that now it's time for me to ride and yes. it's time for me to go. Soar. Soar. And so, okay, so getting that time, that, that time where we can really let the Lord tell us who we are, what we're about Right, what we're to share, what we're to do, right. and like I said, it's going to probably be more that unveiling, like you're talking about, yes. as time goes on. Because again, I don't think he could tell. I remember my first calling at being 19, or actually at eight, when I told him I'll go wherever he wanted me to go, do whatever he wanted me to do, share with whoever he wanted me to share. That's what I'm back to again. By the way, it's awesome. not funny. But at yes. 19, I remember being in a women's conference and. Let me just mention, I was in church from the time I was two years old. And you would think Cindy had a really good background. She would know that, that what I'm about to tell you. But I sat here at this women's retreat, and they were teaching on marriage, and I sat there going, submission? Do what? Yes. Does that mean Sub- I have to <laughs> obey <you? And>, him? <laughs> and you may say, may well, <laughs> that? Yes. And you may say, well, that might be your problem, Cindy, while you're divorced. No, 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 no. no. You have to no. know what God did with me. Because at that point, I sat there going, God, I've been in church all my life. I've never heard that you had something for everyday life. Yes. I had read through the Bible, no telling how many times at that point. And I did not realize God had something to say about my everyday walking, talking, living life. Walk so around. at that point, I told him, I said, somebody needs to teach this. Yes. And the Lord said, what about you? Yes. And I said, sure. Like when I'm 30, I'll teach Sunday school. And seriously, that was as much faith as I had. That was as much vision. As a matter of fact, of course, if you look back at my denomination and you look back at what was available for women in ministry at that point, we had really backtracked from how the early church was set up for women in ministry. Women and men were in ministry in the early church. And so if you were to see at that time, you know, those 30 something years ago, you would say, oh, well, that's pretty big faith, Cindy, but... Seriously, when God knocked on my door at 28, I said, wait, didn't I say two years? <laughs> but I looked, and all through these years, he, what he did, he told me, get in the Word yes. and study yes. what he had to say about everyday life. Yes, So I started studying it. You would not believe the notebooks that I yes. have Oh, yes. from um, studying the great women of the Bible and studying the different things that it had to say about marriage and family and home and life. And, and so, no, no doubt God wanted to use that starting at 28 where he began to have, I had already been writing and, Mm -hmm. but it was just full time going and teaching and writing and my first books were published that year. And so, um, it's, it's kind of funny, but you know what? If I had a clue then what he ended up doing in the next Mm -hmm. years, I would have totally freaked out. I would have totally said, I'm sorry, pick somebody else, like many people do. (laughs) And I would have missed so much. But it's like he kind of, I think he did a bait and switch. (laughs) And I know he's laughing at me saying that because it was like, oh, well, I'll go ahead and I'll teach this. I can do this and I'll teach that. Yeah, I could do that. I can do a workshop on that. Or, yeah. I could teach on homeschooling and unit studies and give ideas. right, yes, I can teach on, oh, I can write that column for this paper or this this magazine. It was yes until it got to the point where I look back, and it's kind of funny when you look at all the things like that God did, 150 books. And it's every step added up. Yes. And so these are the things I would say is, what is it God's got you wired for? What is it that you know? Okay, if you don't know something, hey, say, God, I need the right person in position yes. Yes. to help me. That's the right, right person in my life, Lord, I need provision. Or or I have a, a um, Carol may be listening to this, but Carol just knew God said step out. So yes. she stepped out and she said, I don't know how to do any of this stuff that yes. you, I think you want me to do. And I don't know how we're going to do it, but God, whatever, I'm, I'm surrendered. The funny thing is God put me in that center, working right in the room next door to her. Yes. And there's no accident. She's right there in my life for the right for the season helping yes. me. But then I'm there helping her. And it's just together. Together. It's so it's the way we're designed. Better okay? together. Way better together. Yes. You look at you. Yes. You have walked with me through so many things. You helped me more than you will ever know. I don't think I would be here if it right. wasn't for you. And I know I wouldn't. Thank I God. just wouldn't. Yeah. Just thank God. But that. then you look at how that God puts together all of our gifts. Yes. It's perfect. Yes. It's just perfect. It is. It's perfect. So what else do you think? What do you need? Well, you know, I've,
1: I look back. I have struggled with, um, I'm, I'm a writer. Mm -hmm. and it's taken me a long time to say I am a writer. I love it. Did y'all hear that? Um, (laughs) She's a writer. It's now
0: in infinity. Yes.
1: And (laughs) the reason I can say that now is because I look back, even into high school, and I wrote. And then when I was in the military, that's what I did. I love it. And then I got out of the military, and I thought, well, that gift is gone. I'll never use that again. And then God said, Uh do this. And it's like, really? (laughs) And so... I've done what he's told me to do, and I'm revising it now. Yeah, and
0: because Lucia is the author of books and Bible studies and um, lots of teachings and stuff, yes. so I do want to clarify that. Well, thank you. And so, and I believe there's more in
1: there as yeah. I em- as yeah. I embrace my gift mm-hmm. and honor that gift. I believe that gift is going to grow even more. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, my question to you is. How do I get started doing podcasts?
0: Okay, that's a you good know,
1: question. Um, I'm going to ask you like maybe two or three questions that go along with that. You know, like you, you have your podcast and you have your ebooks and mm-hmm. you have your show notes. And uh, it's like a package deal. And I'm thinking... I'm just getting started. How do I do all that? Do I have to do that all at once? And I breathe it hard. It's like, I don't know if I can just get all that together, you know. And mm. and here I was thinking three months ago, and I would have the summer to kind of plan everything out. And mm-hmm. then life happens, yeah. you know. And the time that I'm thinking I'm going to be spending planning and preparing... And getting direction is consumed with um, life, job. Oh, do I get this? You know, <laughs> um, grandbabies on the way, uh-huh. and yay, <laughs> um, the home going of my mother. And you know, if she was in the same town, that would be one thing. But it, it takes a day's flight to get to where she right, is. Right, right. And so, uh, other things have the urgent. Right. Has come in instead Ooh. of, you know, I want to plan this. You know, I, I like to have a plan, my little plan. <laughs> I get it. And um, so I am at the point right now, where do I start? You know, we're, we're doing podcasts and. I'm so
0: grateful that you're helping me and showing me how to do this. Well, we're actually showing her podcasting right now. Yes. She's actually experiencing it with me. Yes. So, I mean, and we even showed her how to delete some stuff. If you say the crazy thing like I always do. (laughs) And, yeah.
1: So, what would be your advice um, from your experience? How do I go about the planning? Mm -hmm. You know, do I take... Just a month at a time, three months. Do I take the whole year? Mm-hmm. Do I plan by month, by week? Do mm-hmm. I do
0: I do an ebook for each one of them? Tell me. Yes. You know what I love, this Lucia, because I, I would almost venture to say that. of the people listening to this are probably going, yes, what you said. Exactly what you said. (laughs) And maybe it's not podcasting that they're wanting to do. Maybe it's write the book. Or maybe it's um, get out there speaking. Or maybe it's um, start a a Bible study. Or whatever it is, it's that package of whatever it is God's calling you to do, right? Yes, Yes.
1: and I would, real, let's just be real. Be real. You know, I am a mighty woman of faith.
0: Right. Yes, I, you are.
1: I am a faith. That's woman. what you do for me. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and I'm just going to be honest. I'm a little bit intimidated by doing a ebook on Amazon, uh-huh. and it's like, can I really do this? Uh-huh. Is this really what I'm supposed to be doing? And if I'm supposed to be doing it, then how? And I love this. So, Ooh. and if it's <laughs> if it's me saying I'm a mighty woman of faith, but I'm a little intimidated to step out and, and do this when I don't know how. I'm not the only one. Like the devil's no. been trying to tell me. So help us. Would it, you please help I us? I love.
0: You have no idea. This, this is like the question of questions, really. And it's a tough question. I just want to say that. <laughs> well, <laughs> But but no, I it's an easy you. answer. I know what the easy answer is. I did
1: have to humble myself to say that. I think that was probably mm-hmm. the first thing that I had to do was just say,
0: I need help. I Okay, there you go. That would be the first thing I would even say, honestly. But here's the funny thing. What I heard there, the first thing that kind of come to my mind is intimidation is so the enemy's tactic. He hates you. He hates me. He hates all of you. And I'll tell you what, if you feel intimidated, more than likely that's your thing. That's your next. Oh. Okay? And. I, I venture to say, let me just say this to all of you. I'm intimidated. I just want you to know, I've done a lot. And I'll tell you the hardest thing for me, and this is being real. Talk about being real. Yes. The hardest thing for me is coming back. And I knew I'm supposed to come back. It's not yes. about me not. It's just like... I can't um, even tell you the battle for my worthiness, for my voice, for for time. Yes. It's all of that. Well, your setback was a setup for a comeback. A huge comeback. Huge Have you heard comeback. that new song, Comeback? Um, I, is it by um I forget. Is it Danny Go? Yes, yes. yes. Uh, that's one of my new songs for Amen. this season. But yes, this it's time for the comeback. And and here the thing is, let me just be really open here my days are so packed when you're talking about the last few months my father has now um, entered his forever he's promoted he is free from this body that was failing him and in spite of the fact that I told him he wasn't allowed to go before me, that we were going to be raptured together, yes. <laughs> my dad went on to be with my sweet, precious Heavenly Father and all my little babies that are in heaven, right? No. And I Can just can't imagine? imagine the party up there. Yes. And I'm really a little mad at them, to be honest, <laughs> that they've done this without me. And that's just on the side. But no, um, dad passed away. I had transformed. Um, we had some changes with work to where it was crazy, and um, I love it now, but I mean, now I've kind of, my job is way different than it was, you know, right before dad passed away. School is so intense. During the summer, I was going, oh my goodness, only, um, only a year, and I graduate with my bachelor's, but I also do two schools. So how smart is that, by the way? But nonetheless, it's smart. It's yes. smart. When I get to December, I'll go, yeah, I'm glad I did all this. Because one of them I do graduate from. But when school started, it was like full force, four classes. All of the classes think you should be giving them 30 to 40 hours a week. Yes. It's crazy. I mean, crazy. And with that, there's a lot of travel with work, travel with school. Because, again, I live in another state. Yes. And it's... um. Things, just things going on. So, I my package of life may look a little different than everybody else because I'm an empty nester and I'm single and it's just a me at home, you know, thing. But it's the same thing. I didn't have that before. I just want to say that I had the kids at home and I had the busyness of kids being at home. I had the busyness of taking care of the husband, the wrapping my life around what you know ministered to right. his heart. Um, things were different then. But it was way easier for me than this season. Mm-hmm. This season has been challenging because it has been so much stuff that have been going on that you go, okay, God, I know I'm called to do this, but when do I step out? Do I wait till later? Yes. And I felt like he said, No, I want you to give me what you got today. Just one step today, okay? Just one step, and I and and so I felt like one of the things he's told really spoke to me was Cindy, today, all I ask you is to say, Ask me what I'm you're needing to do today, just ask me what you need to do today. And don't feel the pressure of anything that's not what I say you need to do, because other people will put busy on you, and other people will put crisis on you, other people will put chaos on you, and I think if you can get that, it's going to help with scheduling like crazy. I can't even tell you. Yes. Now, but like, with that being said, I'm not saying don't take a step. I'm not saying that. I said take a step yes. and ask him what is my thing today, and and like okay. I like planning, too, and you know it's probably one of our kindred spirit things. I love planning. You probably saw some of that file that was open a while ago. Mm -hmm. It had barriers, by the way. Those barriers are barriers that I deal with. Let me just share that with you again. Um, And we're actually in my computer here where she can see this. But I want to show you what some of my barriers are. Let's see. Is that it? No, that's this other one. Okay, it's this one. I just want to show you what I feel like are some of my barriers to to doing my my ministry and my business. Okay, finances and provision. It's been very tight and limited with what I can afford to invest in. And this is what the Lord told me. Operate on a shoestring. Use the resources that are free. Use what you have. Use your loaves, your fishes, your remnants. Yes, that's so good. I know. Do it one step at a time. God's going to provide. The finances yes. to get things back moving. It's his timing, and we have to remember that. Much of what we do can be free. Yes. Um,
1: as you're talking about these, I... Well, i
0: do that next one, and then
1: I'll plan ask you. Planning some
0: great jumpstart projects, releasing the 50 days, blah, blah, blah. Okay, I've got time. Is I'm going to keep on. Oh, you want me to keep on, don't you? <laughs> this is personal. <laughs> Well, this but, ministers to my heart right right here, she's right, right where word. I am. Okay, here you so. go. I had just offer audio and ebook format to have quick and inexpensive production. Um, also, here's some some things like watch uh, like me talking on distraction. That's one of my upcoming topics. Don't you love that? Yes. Secrets to ultimate productivity. Remake it. Get unstuck. Identity theft. These are my projects that I'm working on. There you got That's gotta peek. awesome. Got Because see, distraction with With everything that has gone on in my
1: life since April, you know, um, it is life. It is life, And I'm I'm thinking, I should be able to overcome this. I should be able, because I've watched you and what you have gone through, and I'm thinking, well, if Cindy can do that,
0: surely I should be
1: able to do that. Because I know the... Spiritual attack that you have been under, and you have just kept going.
0: Mm, thank you, you know, and thank you. you have just—you've not stopped, and you have <laughs> produced. Well, let me hold on just a moment. I have stopped at times, and I have whined, and I have cried. I said, "God, this week, I said, God, I'm overwhelmed. How am I going to get it all done?" And you know, what He told me, "The next step, Cindy, just the next step. All you got to do each day is do it, and give me everything you got doing it." And I'm not talking about, like, I have long days working. Yes. And so my next thing was time, not having enough hours in the day. And here's what I had for some things God gave me on this, is make sure that I'm intentional every single day. Oh, that is so good. Thank you. (laughs) Plan. Now, we do, and you'll love this, plan each week, month, week, day. It always worked for ultimate productivity. But... It also works for making sure that I have my time. I I look at what I call blocks of time. And so those are things that make a difference for me. Well, I know this is going to help me. And that's something God gave me. Um, Develop a schedule that includes everything that I need to accomplish each day and week and month. Now, that is formidable. I'm just going to be honest. Because do you know how much I need to do? A lot. I used to do this full time. Now I'm having to do it in moonlighting yes. and moonlighting after school and after work. And I'm wore out by the time I get home. I get it to you know. And and I have to really sometimes I have to just force myself to, okay. to keep on moving.
1: Let me ask you this. You know, you say do it step by step and just be intentional every day. So, what do? You, how do you handle like? for lack of better words, uh, unrealistic expectations
0: that you put on yourself. To, okay, I'm the queen of that. To yeah, uh, meet the needs of the people mm. that you want to be a blessing to. That's so good because I fail at that most of the time. My expectations for me is, I mean, I expect more out of me than I expect out of God. Is that not crazy? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but of course I have him in me. You know what yes. I mean? And and But yet, yeah, that's being real. That that's a struggle that I have. You know, my number one, we did strengths quest at school. I don't know if you've ever done the Strengths Finder or Strengths Quest. It's an yes. amazing experience for you to get to know part of what kind of wires you and how yes. you work and also how you annoy everybody that works with you. Yes. And, <laughs> but one of my my number one is Achiever. Are you yes. shocked? No. Uh, I'm that's a, you. <laughs> yeah, I'm Achiever Learner. Um, woo. No, focus, woo, and connectedness, okay? Now, what this means is that I'm pure crazy when it comes to things like this. I function and I thrive off of achieving and getting things done. I, so I am the girl you hire as your to-do girl, yeah. believe it or not, even though I'm, I love to have fun, I love to laugh, I love to enjoy life. But you'll see, if you want to see me get a little ruffled, and you've seen this like yesterday, um, when I told you what my deal was yes. yesterday, that I was frustrated with, um, if you want to get me ruffled, break the rules, or don't get things done like they need to be done, I'm gonna fall to pieces. Mm-hmm. On how, if you break the rules, and because I'm the girl that will achieve, will get things done, and um, like if you were looking at um, the disc format, I, weirdly, nice. most people would say she's real high eye. Because I am a really high I. But I'm like okay, dual D. I is that people person, that yes. talker, that, that relationship girl, yes. that girl that's going, yay, you can do this. Yes. Okay. And what is D? D is that, I say it's the to-do girl, the, the girl that gets things done. Yes. I'm okay. very equally high. depends on what I'm doing. When it comes to relationships, I function best when I know everything is in place to where I can get things done like shooting from the hip, but have fun and, yes. and have time, not be distracted from being able to have relationships. It's kind of like that Mary and Martha all boiled up in one girl. Isn't that, yes. And that makes me crazy. Yes. You know? Yes. And it makes me crazy whenever things are not going the way yes. that I think they should go. So I'm telling you, my expectations are, I laughed. My dad, before he passed away, one of our probably next to the last conversations, he told me, he said, Cindy, You are harder on yourself at school than I ever was on you in school. I said, I know. And he said, well, you need to loosen up. I said, no, it's 4.0 or nothing right now. That's how it goes. And you know what? When I was living in his house, I was a 3.75 kid. Okay? What have I made all these... in two schools 4.0 thank you yes (laughs) and I'm not trying to say it to be prideful I'm just saying my expectations are way out the roof I have friends that are like Cindy it's about getting done with this and I'm like no it's not it's about doing your best it is about excellence and I'm going to get everything you have no idea when I read that I had a teacher I said I don't know how I'm supposed to read all this it was like several hundred pages, a, 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 I mean, each week, plus writing all the papers, plus she was only one of four classes. She said, you do scholarly reading. I said, what? Scholarly reading would be read your books in my mom and daddy's house, you know what yes. I mean? And, and so I was like, do what? And they said, no, it's going through, and if there are things that you need to dig deeper into, you dig deeper. I said, I need to dig deeper in everything. That's why I'm here. I'm paying this money. I'm going to study. I'm going to learn it. Do you know that it killed me not to read everything in one of my things? And and it was a get things done. But the expectations, just laying the groundwork, I'm crazy on those. I mean, and I'm talking about way above what God would expect, what my mom and daddy would expect. I'm just going to lay that out there. So what do you do? Well, I think that one of my things that has helped me is to say, okay, God, you know I'm struggling. I want to achieve. I want to do everything. I want to do, just like Jesus, He did everything God had planned for Him. But here's the kicker. He didn't do other things that God didn't plan for Him. And there's been some things where He said, Cindy, I want you laying this down for this season. Cindy, I want you laying that down for this season. Now, with that being said, let me take you back 30 years ago when I first went into that ministry Um, and went into ministry and I, I felt like that it was kind of interesting that at that season for about 10 years before that 28, right before that, that, that 10 years between 18 and 28, I think it was interesting that God was pruning this away and that away and this away and that away by the time 28 hit. He still had to prune some hard stuff. You probably uh-huh. remember when I stepped down from leading our support group yes, for homeschoolers. Yes. It was a big thing. It was my baby. You know, yes. I started it. And um and when I laid that down, that I'm talking about, you know, when you prune a tree, they bleed. Yes. I was bleeding. You probably remember
1: that. I remember season. that because I remember cutting the, the trees on our property and pruning them. So that they would produce more fruit. Right. Little did I know that God was pruning me the same way.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yes. And I venture to say he's probably going to prune a little bit more in the next few bits to come for you. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's months or years, whatever. He's going to prune because I believe we're at an urgency place with our culture today. And... God's probably smiling on me with my expectations because I think that's part of how he wired me on purpose. Because I'm supposed to do this. I'm supposed to be equipping the body to step up to their call. It's Part of my calling. I'm to live my calling. That's part of it. So you guys can see I'm doing this. This is not me just giving you pie in the sky ideas. It's never been more not pie in the sky ideas than today. Because I'm battling. I'm having to provide for myself. I don't get alimony. (laughs) I just want everybody to know that. I have to work. And I've had to really... It's been tough. I've had tough moments. And so I feel like that part of this is God saying, Cindy... I get your expectations. I, you just make me so tickled. Yes. I love he you. He smiles on you. You just make me laugh because it's got to be pretty funny to watch the kid that is like so high strung trying to get, do things. And I think he said, Cindy, you're not going to be able to do everything. No. You've got to let some of this stuff go. and And for you to go where I'm taking you. Um Carol said something the other day. She said, Cindy, you're just worried about the hundreds when God's got millions for you. He's that's got awesome. multitudes for you. And I went, whoa. Okay, well, that's perspective. Yes. And that comes back to iron sharpening iron. I need people saying, Cindy, this is unreasonable. Yes. Or, Cindy, this is good enough. Because I battle with, is it good enough? Yes. All the time. I battle with, am I good enough? And I don't think that's an 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 accident. I think that I was kinda trained up in that way. My dad, he battled till literally the day he died with whether he was good enough. And Well, let me help you with that for just a minute. Yeah. You are good enough. Somebody needs to hear this. Because of the blood of Jesus. Oh yeah.
1: Because he went to the cross for you. If you were the only one, he would have went. Yes. And it's not about you. It's God has already qualified you. Yes. You know, and here, I guess I need to hear that too. I am
0: qualified. Yes. You're you know? perfectly qualified, perfectly prepared. And and I think that that's, again, going back, iron, yes. sharpening iron. You guys are getting a witness of this. Yes. But, but, you know, when I, you are qualified. Yes, you right are. Right where you We're are. We're talking to you. You, you. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I think that that coming down to, you've got to be strong in your identity and who you yes. are, knowing you're enough. You're wonderful. You're worthy. You're qualified. You, God is with you. Yes. And if you get that deep, and I mean, ask Him. I want to challenge everybody listening to this to ask Him what that means, because I'm that is what is making a difference for me with expectations, because I I tell you my struggle because that's a real thing, but what God's answer is, is the answer to that struggle. And he's he's like, Cindy, Tell ask me what I really think of you. One of the things that he and I have had this dialogue for is he's been telling me, Cindy, ask me what it means to for me to love you, how much I love you, and what it means for you to love you like I love you. Because it means that it sets everything different. Yes. Does that make sense? Oh, yes, because if you think back...
1: To growing up, the mm-hmm. people that were confident in themselves were cocky,
0: mm-hmm. conceited. You know, that's how we labeled them. Yeah, but they had a good self-image of who they were. If they were genuine, yeah. Yes. There are people that put on airs, but yes. yes, the ones that really were, yes. And I think that they believed what they were told about themselves, yes. and it was maybe better things than some of us yes. were told. But and yeah. I have
1: come to the realization that you have we. We have to humble ourselves to say what the word says about us. Yes, absolutely. Um, because you know, if you're full of pride or religion, you can't say I'm rich. Mm. You can't say I'm created for success. You can't say uh, I'll, I'm worthy. I'm right. righteous. Right until you humble
0: yourself, and, and because that's what the word says about mm-hmm. us. And, and so, this is, I think, some of that homework that needs to be done. And I'm not saying it ever gets done, done, because it's part of the relationship with God, where we have to stay self aware and we have to stay connected with Him, so He can say, "Hey, I see this in you. This has got to go right now.
1: That's let good. it go." Yes. Or this
0: is something you've got to you've got to get this one down. This is yes. what you got to get. And so,
1: uh, this, you made that statement. You know, when I said I was in. in intimidated Mm -hmm. and you said intimidation is from the devil well I know that (laughs) but it's like when you said that it was like oh my gosh this is this is really a spiritual attack on me that I really didn't even recognize as a
0: spiritual attack that's how he works he makes you want to think he makes you want to think first of all you caused it you asked for it it's your fault. It's your fault? You yes. deserve this? Yes. And here's the thing. Did I say here, did you see that little identity theft? Yes. Was one of my books coming? Yes. Guess how that one was learned? The hard way. <laughs> yes. The devil wants to try. Here's what I see him, and I got, this is a prophetic, like God gives me a lot of, things where he'll show me like applications. You see Jesus doing that because he operated in the prophetic and the word. And he says that we're going to do that too. And so some of us more than others, but I very much operate in the prophetic and a lot of, even the illustrations, like you probably could read through my writing through the years and you can probably see where I used a lot of analogies and things like I'll say, it's kind of like this. Well, that's how Jesus did and that's kind of how he's used me. But Here's what he gave me in the prophetic. He showed me that Satan works like this. He literally tries to take your, like this right here, is Cindy's ID, right? Right. He tries to take Cindy's ID and give her a fake ID to operate in. And and where, I mean, our view of that can be whatever our view would be, but I kind of think back when I was a teenager and you tried to put yourself into being something you're not. Yes. Well, his ID says some things about us. In fact, God gave me a picture. Remember those Webster's 1828 dictionaries that yes. were the size of like us yes. even now? <laughs> Huge. He showed me me like a little girl holding a big Webster's 1828. So it's like, this is the size of the Webster's 1828. But it wasn't what God told me. He said, look at that. And as I opened it up, it was just piled with all these accusations, like not enough, um, uh, rejected, abandoned, loser, quitter, all these things that I know deep down I'm not. But the Lord said, drop it. Drop it. And I dropped it. he said, he's not going to define you. The devil wrote this. He said this about you. I never said this about you. And what I want you to do is I want you to pick up my word, and I want you to see what my word says about you. That's who you are. And I want you to switch it back. We've called the enemy in on what he's about, his work. We're calling him into accountability. He is guilty as charged for stealing your identity. And right now, I want you to know who you are. You are my daughter. My daughter. My beloved daughter. You You are the bride of my son. Yes. You are. You're spotless. You are worthy. You are precious. You're redeemed. Yes. You are. And I mean, just on and on. I could go on and on. But that's what I'm saying. I think he's asking us to say, God, show me who I am reprogram anything in me that is intimidated or that has has shied back because of accusations or fear of accusations or that has something stolen from us and we think it's because we've done something to deserve it or that is anything less than operating as who we are we're royalty yes we are designed for God's God's purpose God yes. has called us yes. he's equipped us he we are his precious 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 child I just love this so anyway the when I get back down to like our time and and our calling and making this happen we can't be pressured or intimidated we can't um, here's some other things let's see what else I had stress. Don't you love that? Oh, yes. Um, and here's what I've got. Don't you love this word? From overwhelm, fatigue, fear, busyness, academic and professional ministry load. <laughs> Did you like how I put yes. all that? And finances. That's exhausting to read that. But here, those are the things that typically cause me to stress, right? Yes. Well, it's being intentional to get my rest. Um, you know I need this one. Don't talk my problems or stress. It only makes it worse. That's it releases right. hormones That's that right. are sabotaging my focus and my health goals. And it takes time the time that I need for focus. Yes. Or, or even productivity. Um, and I should add that in, right? Um, be attentive to the ways that stress creeps into my life. From overcommitment. Prune. Prune. Yes. From chaos. It makes me crazy. Yes. Distraction. Talking problems, fatigue, wasting time, feeling guilty, people pleasing, lack of balance. And just because just this season and its demands are tough and they're intense. Um, Or troubleshooting. You know what I mean? Some of this is exactly, you know, this is my struggles. Um, I've got other ideas that God gave me, but I'm going on self-sabotage. Yes. Um, I think too often we sabotage stepping into our calling and it's our way of procrastinating or a way of not thinking we're worthy. That is so good. <laughs> Thank that you. is so good. <laughs> or maybe we're just stuck. Maybe we're just stuck and we don't know what to do. So going back to even that question, I believe that God, the Holy Spirit is so powerful. He's going to tell you each step what to take or who to connect with. It's believing in him. Believe in Him for it. Okay? Do you see what I'm saying? Because if He's saying connect with me, don't think you're inconveniencing me because I've got enough stuff going on because you're not. Yes. Well, see, I felt like that. I knew that you had the answers
1: that I needed, but I see your life. We, We conversate about what's going on and it's like, God... If I ask her and put one more thing on her plate, there might
0: be Cindy shrapnel everywhere. She might (laughs) blow up going down the road. (laughs) Hopefully not. (laughs) I don't want to put that pressure on her. I'm actually feeling more filled up from what we're even yes. doing right now. We're producing a podcast. We're showing you podcasting. Yes. We're talking God. We're fixing some problems that hopefully yes. are going to be a remedy because iron sharpens iron. Yes, And and you know what? I feel the overflowing. You know what? I don't even care that I'm sitting here with no makeup and my hair looks all like it does because it's all going to look even worse when I get in that car in yes. a minute. But it's it's not an inconvenience. Do you see what I'm yes. saying? It's, it's truly refreshing. And we have to know that God is... As good if somebody can't do it right then, maybe it might be timing. Do you know what I mean? Don't get your feelings hurt or offended. No, I'm not talking about you or any whoever might get offended because it might be something's you know, it's just not the time, right? But in the meanwhile, there's something always something. Use those minutes for me. I'm gonna tell you, I run a really tight thing with my schedule. Yes, you have to get everything done. Did you notice how last night I said I'm gonna need till eight because we went to bed late? I said, because I know I needed that many hours to sleep. Yes. Okay. And the one thing I don't, because I was depressed, you remember when I went through depression, the number one thing God told me to stay out of depression for the rest of my life was to get my rest. He told me some other things, but that's the absolute, you, you have to
1: have rest.
0: Well, because that was where I burnt the candle in the middle as well as on each end. Yes. And he was like, don't ever do that again. If you want to stay well, you cannot go to the edge. Now, stress has had me a little bit right at the edge again. And you know what he's telling me right now? He said, Cindy, you're going to have to make some time to run. You're going to have to make some time for fitness. I have not yet. I bought shoes. That's a start. <laughs> it is. <sighs> They're in the car. That's a even better start. <laughs> <laughs> They're in the trunk, <laughs> which is not on my feet. <laughs> so today, that I'll will make, be. yeah, tonight, they need to be on my feet, and I need to just make the make the commitment, because I find that that diffuses some stress. Now, yes. everybody may have their other thing, um, you know, finding the thing that will really diffuse stress, or that will help you to be able to, re- and it's amazing here, let me just mention this, even with, like, fitness like that, where I think I don't have time, 10 minutes has health benefits. That's been proven. Jenny Craig says so. And they've done the studies on it. And so 10 minutes, I can do 10 minutes. So what's my problem? You know, so I have to make sure that if this is important, if life and being relaxed and intentional and and productive and fulfilling my call is important, then that in a few minutes, let me tell you what happens. When I do that, I feel better. But then I'm more energized to get back at what I'm needing to do. And I'm talking about even fulfilling our calling can be part of the quiet time, or it can be part of hearing God when you're traveling. It can be part of um, when you're getting your bath or shower, saying, God, what is it that you're wanting to speak to me today? Is this what I'm supposed to share or do? Or mm-hmm. what does this mean? Just being, I'm talking about like in communion with Him too yes. in this process. Like I travel the other day. I had, I think, four hours and uh, No, 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 no. I'm sorry. It was five hours on the road. Yes. Five hours on the road. Five. And in the course of that, <laughs> two and a half of that was sitting in traffic going to work that day. And it was not supposed to be that. It was supposed to spend an hour. But that two and a half, I was able to listen through First Corinthians for school. And then... As I was listening to 1 Corinthians, God started speaking to me about my personal stuff of glorifying God with my body. Yes. And that was actually going to be a paper, which is also something that I chose to do that paper because I need that lesson. I need to renew my mind in that area. Yes. So does that make sense for everything? So uh, if I'm hearing you right.
1: I like it. I need to overcome intimidation. Just say, I'm not going to be intimidated by this and take a step of faith. I love it. Yes. Okay. And then uh, remember who I am in Christ and that he created me with a purpose. And the world needs you. Yeah. Okay. Well, amen. Okay.
0: okay. <laughs> I didn't say that while ago, but they yes. do. Yes. We need each other. Yeah. We do. Yeah. We, we need each other. Somebody may be needing that help and they may be stuck because you're not doing what, what you're I'm supposed to be doing. I mean, like, look at me. Yeah. I'm talking about really... This is the most important thing for the moment right now. Yes. Amen. And just get started. Yeah. Because God will show you the next step. Absolutely. Amen. Well, thank you so much for answering my questions today. Thanks for letting me. (laughs) Thanks for letting everybody into our conversation. Because, I mean, it could be so, and here's another thing. It could be so simple that we just did this on our own. But I think somebody needed to hear this today. Something out of it. Maybe a bunch of something. Just to be real. To know that they're not alone. No, because we're not. That's right. Okay, you guys. Well, this, I just want to thank you for joining Iron Sharpening Iron and you guys connect with me. I'm um, found at ironsharpeningironpodcast.com. There you can leave comments on the page there um, and I will see them there. Also, connect with me at cindyrushton.com and of course, hey, come back next week. We'll be here for another show. Oh, and don't miss Connect with Lucia, luciaclayburn.com, and also her podcast right here at ultimatechristianpodcast.com. Well, you guys, we will see you next week. Have a fabulous week. Bye. Iron Sharpening Iron is the production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Check us out today at ironsharpeningironpodcast.com. There, you'll find our show notes. You can connect with us on social media. You can also listen to other podcasts just like this one. Check us out today. Want to help us grow? Well, why not share us with a friend today? Oh, and don't forget, support those wonderful sponsors that are making Iron Sharpening Iron podcasts possible. Check them out today as well.